Hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode, so if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, how's your week going? Mm. Pretty good. It's a holiday week, so I didn't work Monday, which threw my whole week off. Your week's off. <laughs> so I worked half a day Tuesday and did not go back to work, and back being a weird... Mm-hmm. downstairs to the basement uh until tuesday so like i had no concept of time like, all I, week i take like two days off and i'm just like what is work i don't understand society I, i'm floating <laughs> like like i divulge into feudalism i don't know i'm like maybe i should just not go back mm-hmm. that's maybe i just run away into the woods and maybe then maybe like, i could live off the land and it's like oh wait it turns out i have no skills no no. So, I mean, all I got is an REI membership. That's like right. the best I'm I can like do. Like legit, not gonna survive without capitalism. So no. So I hmm. guess we're stuck. I guess maybe probably. So right. Might not as well that, make the not best of it. Not that I couldn't learn skills. I just don't know them right now. They're really hard. It turns out skills. I'm, and I do have friends with all of these skills. So like, I am just banking on uh, my social capital and networking. Mm, I'm banking on in, your social capital in the time of the apocalypse where you're yes. like hey who do you know that makes their own ammo and I was like I got three people <laughs> cool but how we get like black powder right mm, I got, turns I, out organic I, chemists I got people yeah I think you would be the black powder manufacturer right I got I got people who know many skills mm-hmm. so, so that's like all my like we need we need falconry like oh I know I, I know, I know somebody Mm-hmm. Yep. I need uh mm-hmm. I need blacksmithy. I I know some people. I know some people. I need people to identify the the mushrooms that won't kill you. Mm-hmm. I know some people, I know, but I also I know, so know people, people for that. I know people that can identify the recreational mushrooms too. <laughs> I feel like both are important. I mean You gotta know. You gotta know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like this delicious source of protein, this delicious uh source of just, you know, Transcendentalism? Transcendentalism. Sounds fair. It worked for so many people. Has it? Sure. Cool. So, yeah, I think I think my plan for the apocalypse is basically just writing your coattails and watching our children. You're welcome. So, yeah, it seems like a plan. Yeah, uh, but I mean, my week has been short so far. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And it's been fine. Timestamp Wednesday? Yeah, so. it's a Wednesday. Both of my D&D groups still met, so that's like a thing. So Yeah. I'm having fun with those. That's, that's a good... You have two D&D groups, and then our son has two D&D groups, and they're not the same. No, one, one of, of them, them is. is the we same, share one. But one of them is separate, and I was like, do you, do you guys get your campaigns mixed up? And we both were like, no. And you were like, no, we'd mm-hmm. never do that. And I was like, oh, okay. Because like, I get my projects mixed up at work <laughs> all the time. Because well, I'm like, wait, is that this project? No, it's a different project. Well, it's kind of like reading two books at the same time. mm you know, and which I famously do not do. True. I mean, it's very famous. Everybody knows. <laughs> it's going to be on my gravestone. Did not read two books at the same time. 
mono booker. <laughs> yes. Um, but the the whole point is um you you have a different set of characters, a different set of motivations, a different setting, a different world even. Even though the worlds feel very similar, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's different enough that I mean I do read two books at the same time, but like one of them is like romance novel and one of them is like book for work. Yeah, like guide to polymers. And so like I'm not I'm not gonna confuse polymers. Would it be fascinating if you did? I mean, I did have a dream Wow in high school or college, I don't remember. Where I was like trapped in the periodic table and all of the elements were people and we had to go on like a crazy adventure. Well, I mean, I had some real crazy dreams. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Copper was there. He had red hair. He was hot. I can imagine that. <laughs> I feel like Mercury would be really flighty. Mm-hmm. Like. Doesn't know, doesn't know what they want to be. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, fluid. They're like, I could, I think Copper was like real, like hippy dippy trippy nonsense. Like real mm-hmm. chill. And just like go with the flow, man. Yeah, I mean no resistance. Yeah, very ductile. Right, I am just like a leaf in the it, wind. In Watch the how wind. I soar. <laughs> anyway, anyway, all that to say, so that's going on. Maybe I could get that mixed up, and it would be more interesting. It could be. I think you could. Mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a book idea in there for you, romancing the the polymers. Right. You know, polyethyl. I'm not, not going to write a book because be... that is fully. So much work. It is. So much work, and I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Nope. Nope. For those of you out there, like, I think I could be, like, right the next great Absolutely. American novel. Absolutely. Do it. Do, do it. it. But understand that it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> and that people who write books, it's a lot of work. Yep. So, so I salute you, authors everywhere. Indeed. So, on that note, we did watch a movie this week. We did. We watched this without our kids. Okay, so our kids have watched this movie this week, which is mm-hmm. why I suggested... As well as and the you were sequels. like, I haven't seen this movie in fully 30 years, so we're yeah. going to have to circle back. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? It's not a movie I go back to. <laughs> it's not a movie like you watch every Christmas? No, it's not. Um, would be crazy <laughs> if this was the movie you watched every Christmas with your family? Uh, I mean, we watch Ed and Otter's Jug Band Christmas every year, and that you has... Do. It has Christmas in the title, though. Yeah, I mean, this so is not a Christmas movie at all. Movie. I mean, when, are, when is hockey season? Is it a hockey season movie? Hockey season... As far as I know from uh, hockey players, never ends. from October, because it, it goes from when baseball is still going, and I'm like, the fuck, there are too many sports. Yeah, because that's when you get baseball, hockey, basketball, No, basketball's football. done. Basketball oh, okay. is done in June. And doesn't pick up again until, yeah, but baseball is still going. It's like the very end of baseball and the very start of hockey are the same. And the very middle of football. (laughs) The very, and squarely the middle of football. And I'm like, there's too many sports on the team. Too much sportsing. I need something else. Yeah. Fortunately, I I only watch like one of those things. March. Okay. It's like exactly opposite of baseball. Okay. So, yeah, I think they are. It is timestamp. It's early June right now. And mm-hmm. I, I know actually they're in the playoffs. 
of, a hockey, of the hockey Stanley Cup playoffs are going on right now because I get updates on one of my social medias on when mm-hmm. certain teams get eliminated, and I'm like, I don't care. So maybe it's done in July. So maybe, yeah, maybe. Well, I think they're in the final-ish push, so it'll okay. probably be here in the Early next June. few weeks. So, yeah. Of yeah. course, hockey playoffs also seem to be one of those things that takes half the so season. hockey overlaps with basketball. Yeah. And baseball. Yeah, I guess so. So, like, the basketball, baseball, hockey triad. There's two of the three are always going. At least two of the three are going all the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's too much. (laughs) As a non-sports person, yes. As a sports person, I'm sure you're like, there's never enough sport. Also, NASCAR's going, so that's a thing. Yes. And uh, IndyCar racing. Mm -hmm. Those are both mostly summer sports. When does Formula One happen? Whenever they want. Whenever they want. In Europe. They just, I honestly feel like they just show up and take over, like, Right. They're like, hey, we're doing it this weekend. And you're like, I mean, okay, I guess, sure. We're shutting down Monaco. I guess that's what they signed up for. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I think it's just, yeah, it depends on when they can get the city. Yeah, when you can book it. Well, I mean, it's a kingdom, so, like, I feel like the paperwork is pretty short. Monaco does whatever the fuck they want, and they sell Diet Coke for, like, $15 a can. Like. Really? You do you. Yeah, Monaco. How do you? Everything's really expensive at Monaco. Well, that makes sense. But how? Why did? How did Diet Coke get to be the benchmark? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. All right. So anyway, this is a hockey movie. The yes, Mighty Ducks. it's a hockey movie. Um, the my, Mighty Ducks. My kids were like, "Are the Mighty Ducks a real team?" And I'm like, "When this was made, no. Yeah, yes. And a no. number of years later, yes. Like, are they still a real team? Yeah, they actually okay. are. The Anaheim Ducks. The Anaheim. Their uh, arena is still called the Pond. Nice. Which I hear for, but it's mm-hmm. like the pawn by whatever corporate sponsorship. Right, corporate sponsor. Yeah, or the whatever, the whatever pawn. So, you know, it's cool. But anyway, uh, this is Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. In his Emilio Estevez's. Okay, so this is the first movie I ever saw Emilio Estevez in, which is I was a child. Yeah, you should not. And I did not uh, partake in all of his rat packiness until I was uh, a teenager, like not that much older. Yeah. But, you know, the difference between like 12 and 15 is kind of a big difference. It kind of is, uh, as an owner of a 12-year-old, can confirm. (laughs) Yeah. So So we need um, to, you got to watch that. mm -hmm. But, um... This is this starts with Emilio having what can best be described as a junior high school sportsing flashback PTSD episode. Yes, yes. He's remembering the time they were in the playoffs, and his coach was yelling at him, mm-hmm. and he went to make a penalty shot, and he had the goal wide open, yeah, and he, he missed. F- he, f- he faked the goalie. He could have done anything, but instead he hit the the bar of the goal, and yep. it bounced away instead of bouncing in. Right, so it, it was, was like if I was a quarter of an inch, I would have made it. Right, and so disappointment, shame, humiliation, and it's the silver medal effect. Yeah, you're like you're you're better than so many people. <laughs> so well, so many people. Yeah, by the time you get to a couches. silver medal, like you're statistically just as good as the gold medal. You just didn't have as good of a game. Yeah, that day went wrong. That day. And so it's real, like, silver medalists are really very disappointed in themselves. But then bronze medalists are like, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Like, 
because you you couldn't have beat both people with a good day. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, you probably could have. But, yeah, I mean, it was a very good day. But but also, you I mean, if, if you think about, unless you're severely dominant in your sport, and mm-hmm. there are a few people, you know, you're you're talking your folks. Like you can name your, them. Yeah, the uh, people that Simone I Biles, know who like, do sports. Yeah, <laughs> like those people. Like, Perhaps, like those but people those are, people also have bad days. They also have bad days. They also come in second. Mm-hmm. Like they also, yeah. they might own more gold medals than anyone else, but they also own more silver medals and bronze medals and right. participation trophies. Right, right. They also have off days where people who are mm-hmm. like maybe not as good as them beat them. Yeah. So you know, but the person that's getting second to say Usain Bolt probably walks home going, eh. <laughs> okay, you know. <laughs> Not too bad, you know? And the guy that came in third is probably then, you know, like, everybody just moves down. This third place guy's like, ah! The fourth guy's like, I was almost on the podium! I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They feel that way. But yeah, I know there's a big, like... This may surprise you. I've never been close enough to a podium to really feel that disappointment. Um, So I very quickly in my life realized I would never win anything, so I was like, oh, we're playing a different game now. Like... Yeah. And so instead of being motivated by competition, I was like, how do we spin this? Mm-hmm. How do we make fun of this? How do we, like, present ourselves as, like, vi- too cool for any of the shenanigans? Like, what's yeah. our play here? I remember my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. I ended up as the principal violist in the OMEA District 13. Did everyone Richter. fall ill? Like, uh, two people did, in fact. Um <laughs> I don't know where they went. And I got principal and one of the people that I'd been playing with, she she was not in our school, but Mm. I was in other regional orchestras with. I was like, what just happened? She's like, just go with it, man. You're up there. I know. Just, you know, play. She was better than me. I'm like, I I don't know. She's like, she was a year behind me. She's like, I'm a junior. I'll be be principal next year. So like you enjoy your moment. (laughs) It was very kind. It was of very her. kind of her. I was like literally the last flutist. Like I think it was like tenth. Um, That's where they're just I, like, don't blow hard. Yeah, I did. I did not give a fuck. Right. Like, I did not challenge anyone to move up in the ranks. Like, right. I was just like, nope, don't care. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I didn't care. I didn't, I didn't really care. care either. But I remember my uh, band teacher thinking that I was dumb. And then, because I was so terrible at band, like, I was truly the worst. Um, And then he taught my music class, and he was like, oh, fuck. Like... You know your shit. Yeah. I I was a great student. And he was like, I don't understand. I don't understand why she's such a great student, but she's so bad at band. (laughs) Well, yeah. But, like, it's a different skill set. It is. So, anyway, all that to say, we've no experience with this, like, disappointment like I have pretty much settled into being a disappointment yeah, to myself I and everyone around me. I've shied away from competition literally my whole life. So I don't get these competition movies a no. lot of times. No, like, and I know as an American, I'm supposed to like really vie for the underdog because that's like a this, real. That's the mythology of that's our country. The real big part of American culture, and not like, hey, these guys had lots of privilege and money and slaves, and so like. Turns out you can do even, a lot with that. Yeah, even though they, they won and they were the underdog, 
It wasn't like they came from nothing. <laughs> right. It wasn't like they pulled themselves up by the bootstraps. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's get real. Yeah, these guys were the richest and the most educated people we had ever created on this continent, and they did okay. Right, right. We shouldn't be that surprised. But anyway, the movie picks up, and we're in a courtroom mm-hmm. with Gordon. Gordon is now full-grown Emilio Estevez. Well, I don't right. know if he's full-grown. He, full a grown. He's he a... is a defense lawyer. Yeah, he's a defense lawyer for basically scumbags. I mean, that's kind of where my loyalty lies. Like, we put entirely too many people in jail. True. In America. Like I I I cheer for public defenders. Yes, but I yes. don't necessarily cheer for the 1990s lawyer that goes back to his like black marble and way too much crystal <laughs> and gold <laughs> office. Like that right. guy. I mean, that's like with like crystal bourbon in his office. Like, and I was like, really? Yeah. Is this like Mad Men? What movie? What like what time frame is this? I, Where yeah. it was totally chill to get sloshed on the job yeah but he's kind of a scuzzy lawyer just plays the things he makes the judge super angry at him and Mm -hmm. is disrespectful just like right up to the edge right right up to the edge of what he can get away with in the courtroom by the way you pointed this out the judge the judge is the voice of woodhouse and archer yes rest in peace sir yes he was great um but gordon gets his client off is able to argue more on technicalities than actualities. I mean, I kind of feel like that's the game. Like, yeah. make the laws better. Well, I mean, make the laws more equitable. More equitable and clearer. Yeah, but he gets his client off and he's bragging about being 30 and 0 and mm-hmm. just like strutting. Which and is a bonkers. Yeah. Like, for a, a defense attorney. Statistic. A yeah. bonkers statistics. I have. I have had the privilege of knowing several defense attorneys, several again. I know more prosecuting pub- attorneys. I know more public defenders. I know a lot of public defenders. <laughs> Not to brag, guys, but guys. Yeah, like the guy is that my, my make friends the least, do good for America. The guy's making the least amount of money you can make mm-hmm. as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do, um, and their their records are not stellar literally not 30 you know because uh most of the time whenever you're looking across the table you're like so here is the entire evidence chain photos of you with the gun pointed Mm -hmm. at the clerk uh you were arrested 10 feet outside with a bag of money um i don't don't think i'm going to be able to get you off like looks like you probably did this but he's very like loophole yeah he's the one that would try to find the loophole and you know well actually it's not really against the law because you guys suck at making laws right and try to find that Mm -hmm. again just kind of reminding us all that the american legal system is pay to win a hundred percent so yeah anyway uh but while he's bragging his back of the office his phone rings and it's the duck phone he calls it because right it's um the President, CEO, whatever, whatever, head of the law firm. What main are partner, main, main partner, partner. Yeah, the partner. Main partner in the law firm, Mr. Duxworth. And he calls Gordon up to be like, all right. And he's like, yes, this is my big chance. I'm going to be like, uh, asked to be partner, like whatever. I don't understand how any of this lawyer bullshit works. But yeah. apparently you have to work bonkers hours forever. So your soul. And then maybe... Uh, they will be like, hey, you're great. You should 
literally pay money into our practice mm -hmm. so that you can be partner and like go into debt like like it's like buying a fucking yacht so that you can practice law yeah but that law that yacht makes you money you get a portion of I mean, every lawyer underneath you's action eventually eventually well as a partner you get that money which you then use to pay off your loan until which you use to pay off your yacht until finally you're out from that loan and then it's money money right and that's when like partners retire mm -hmm. without giving up the interest of their right because they're like turns out my money's got a job i don't mm -hmm. need one peace out and that's what happens. Or you sell your chunk of the partnership to a younger lawyer to Gordon who's hungry. Yep. And you cash out and you go home. Right. And you buy, I don't know, an island in the Bermuda. Sure. <laughs> but Duckworth's advice to um to Gordon is not just accolades and like way to go, Bob. Mm -hmm. It's score don't spike. Like some restraints in order, bro. Right. You're you're kind of making us look bad because you're being an asshole. And he was like, are you familiar with lawyers, sir? We are assholes. Right. We're, there's so many jokes about us being an assholes. Like, let's, lean, to believe most let's of them. lean in. Yeah. And let's win big. Let's give the people what they want. <laughs> um, but Duckworth's like, listen, you just need to show some restraint. Then maybe we mm -hmm. can talk about your future in this firm. Right. Which is the carrot and stick of... Right. And there's... I understand his frustration. Mm -hmm. And being like, hey, I have done everything I'm supposed to do Always. on paper and off of paper to get this promotion. And you're just going to keep dangling in front of me and you're never really going to give it to me. Which is why he proceeds to get drunk in the next scene and drive home. Yes. So With he, a bottle. Yes. So he, like, goes, I don't know, drowns his... Uh, Worries in like lack. I assume he like goes to a bar. Yeah, his lack of affirmation, I guess, right. is really what he's right. I mean, bartenders, bartenders as therapists is like that's cheap therapy. Yeah, it's a tried and true American tradition. That and hairstylists. <laughs> yeah, barbers. Yeah, like really that, that service industry. That haircut is like. Maybe that's, like, well why America has been super depressed for all of 2020. No, nobody could go to a bar and, and talk to a bartender about their problems. Yeah. Well, also, like... Or a hairstylist uh, or right, a barber. Right. Also, bars... Also, hairstylists and bartenders are super, super well-connected. Where they're like, well, I mean, I have a client who's an X. Like, list any problem that you have. And they're like, oh, I have a client who flips houses. I have a client who's a lawyer. I have a client who's, who's a, a doctor. A I have a client who's a dermatologist. Like, I have a and, client who's a hairstylist. Right, and they said X. And, like, they are really just a real... Clearing house. Yeah, a clearing house of knowledge. And social connection and capital. Uh, yeah, and social connection and capital. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, because, like, I would... It's not bad. If if I was at a hairstylist and I mentioned, like, I needed a plumber and they're like, oh, I know this guy who's a plumber, I can give you his contact. Yeah, I can give you his contact information. I'd be like, if you're... Yes, please. If you're willing to put the plumber you know into this conversation, mm -hmm. that, is a, that is a strong vet because you could have just said, huh, yeah, that sucks because that guy's an asshole. Right. <laughs> And you don't want them representing you. Because, yeah. like, I will 100% break up with a hairstylist because of a bad plumber recommendation. <laughs> Fair. So, anyway, uh, Gordon gets pulled over mm -hmm. by the cops and is slurring his words in the classic right, Disney way. Right, he has an open container. He has an open container in the floorboards. He's slurring his words. And this is Minnesota, but guys. Come on. 
Come on. It's the 80s or 90s, but come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the people in the North Mm -hmm. can hold their liquor. Like, truly drinking is such a huge part of their culture. This is is Emilio Estevez, Mm -hmm. who is genetically related to... Sheens, mm-hmm. as in Martin's bro, right? And that man can hold any number of substances I mean, pretty well. Can he? Can he? I've seen him being like, "I drink tiger blood," and you're like, mm. "He's got a Donna's DNA," which yeah. means Emilio probably has a Donna's DNA too. Did I have some labels that said tiger blood that I could put on various bottles of cheap wine? I did. <laughs> did we do so? We did. We did, because I don't care. Yeah, let's do it. I'm not drinking Adonis DNA, though, because that sounds wrong. Maybe. Sure. All right, but he he gets pulled into um, court. It's the same judge he was in front of 24 hours earlier. Right, who is being an asshole to. Which I feel... I feel like, don't be an asshole to your judge. Yeah, but also I feel like it might have been a conflict of interest. And um, maybe that judge should have recused himself. Right. And was like, actually, I hate this guy. So. <laughs> and, and the prosecutor is also the prosecutor he humiliated 24 hours ago. I mean, I don't know that humiliated is like. But like definitely sure, gave reason to have severe grudge. Right. They definitely had like a work frenemy vibe. Uh, enemy. I don't think there was any friend to that mm-hmm. i i think he anyway so he's released on so his own recogn- nah, no he's released on his own recognizance pending an actual trial in a mm-hmm. little bit and so emilio goes back because he's you know rich right so emilio goes, and white mm, yeah in parentheses well i mean yeah he's white passing yeah fair enough so, um, but he goes back to the law firm and Duckworth calls him up and is like, hey, by the way, I found out about your drinking and driving because we're fucking lawyers. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know how you thought I wouldn't find out about this, but. Turns out. Um, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I can't have you, ple- you know, going to jail for this because that would be an embarrassment to this company. So, uh, I got it. You're, you're on probation. Mm-hmm. Um, with pay. With pay. You're you're suspended from the company with pay. You've got 500 hours of community service to do. And also you have to surrender your driver's license. But it's cool. I got you a driver. The fuck? Yeah. That's like the best deal ever. The best deal ever. Also, Other than the community service stuff, also which is terrible. That, okay. I have never been convicted of a crime and had to serve community service. But do they tell you exactly what community service to do? Or are they just like, do some community service? Uh, I'm not sure. But they specifically prescribe him peewee hockey coach. Yeah, I would imagine there's probably like, maybe there's like a sign up or like a a sign up genius where you're like... Maybe there is a sign up genius where it's like, when are you available? Yeah. Like, what are your skills? Because if you're just willy-nilly assigning community service people to community service you're gonna get a lot of mismatches yeah but also i feel like you know there is a point where you're like i just need to okay so we're gonna meet up and clean the side of the highway right whatever that requires no skill but uh peewee hockey coach that requires a certain set of skills 
requires a certain skill. And skills. also a certain amount of, like, background checks and... Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. Well, gonna, it was the early gonna, 90s, you're so... You're gonna work uh, with minors, like... Yeah. Yeah. Any Anything where you're, like, doing community service and working with minors, I feel like that's a weird intersection of things. Yes. But... Yes. What do I know? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a part of my life I've never really experienced. Truth. Truth, indeed. So, um... He's really, like, mad about this. He's, like, really salty. He's really... He's like, hockey, fuck hockey. Like, hockey's hockey. the goddamn worst. So... Which also, you're not wrong. It's... I like hockey. It's... Untelevisable. Fine. It's fine. It is a real privileged sport... True. ...that requires so much equipment. You have to rent a rink. Like, it is... It is a rich white man sport. Truth. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there. Unless you're a poor Canadian, which case unless you can you're a also, poor Canadian, but even then, you gotta be pretty. Even then, you have to have connections and access to equipment. You, you have know, to have access to equipment. And the yeah. team, but everybody's got people like Ice Mites team up in Canada. Even in Minnesota, they are real serious about yeah. the hawk, the, the hockey. Yeah. Well, and also I feel like there's, like, a lucrative um, hand-me-down pads and skates market right, there. Right, right. Like, they have a whole, like, resale. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure with the, like, children. They, they put children on skates before they can fucking walk. It's crazy. It is crazy to me. It is not uh, the life I have lived. But uh, I didn't really grow up in that much of a cold weather state. So, speaking of kids, we meet the kids at this mm-hmm. moment. We're a full 45 minutes into this podcast, and we finally decided to mention the fact that there are kids in Mighty Ducks. There are children in this movie! So, the first thing we meet are these kids who are playing an obnoxiously elaborate prank. Very obnoxious. Okay, so the prank is, someone has to dumpster dive. And find a purse. And find a purse. Meanwhile, someone else is buying the chili concurrent to that they event. They might buy or they might shoplift. Fair I don't enough. know. Fair enough. Is, or steal from their parents' cabinet is unclear. But they get a can of chili. Uh, he pulls it out of a bag. He pulls it out of a bag, so maybe he bought it. Or whatever. But he acquires chili. Nowhere does anyone pull out a can opener. Right. And this wasn't a pop-top because we didn't really have those at this yeah, point. Yeah, this was pre-pop-top cans. So they open up this can of chili and they feed it to a dog that a they have befriended. A dog that they befriended. So many things. So much work. Can they follow the stray dog around until he decides to poop? That's gotta be like hours. I mean, they've had a chili, so... I mean, I don't know. I've never had a dog and timed how long it takes for him between eating and pooping, but like... My experience with dogs is it's pretty much a straight pipe. Like really, they do... it's just they're just they're just like a a donut hole. Like it, yeah. <laughs> it just everything just like falls through. It it well okay. So from what I understand, they will hold on to the previous meal until they eat a meal, and then almost immediately previous so, meal. So like newborn babies. Yeah, like as soon as you feed them, they poop. Like okay, okay. When stuff goes in, stuff comes out. But then the. Then you don't need the chili, because it's whatever he ate before that's going to be in the poop. But it, chili's funny, Lisa. But chili's funny. Because farts. And the, 
And the dog likes the chili. Sure. So he'll eat it instantly. Right. So anyway, they follow this dog. They feed this dog chili. They mm-hmm. follow this dog around until he poops. Mm-hmm. Then when he poops, they pick the poop up somehow. I don't want to think There's about it. There's not a pooper scooper. They don't have like a bag of bags. Like, I don't know how they do this. Just grab some scrap newspaper or something. Maybe. Right. And they put the poop in the purse. Yep. With like one dollar. Sticking out. Folded and sticking out. And then they put it on the side of the road. And they just wait for scumbags. To pick up a lost purse. To pick up a lost purse with a dollar. Or I'm going to put out Good Samaritans. Right. What if what if that person was like, oh shit, there's a purse. Like, I want to find this little old lady. Yeah. So this Trans Am pulls up and picks up the purse, which is short for scumbag. Right. Because it's the mid-90s. Yeah. So in Trans- 1980s, oh, T-Top Trans Am is... Right. Only assholes drive a Trans Am. And Molly Ringwald. I mean, I'm going to say, was Molly Wingwald not an asshole in that film? I don't know. But anyway, uh, so this guy comes out, gets it, opens it up, throws it out the window, and then looks over to see a bunch of kids falling over laughing and is like, I'm going to murder some children. Right. And he like backs up like he's going to fucking run them over. And they're like, oh shit, he saw us. So they take off running. He chases them. What's the plan there, buddy? There's so Are you many going to murder children. The children. There's so many children to murder. There's like six of them to murder. There's, there's so many. I think if there was one, kids. if there was one, you're like, yes, I am a man with focus. In tonight's D and D game, my son said, "We're not gonna murder the children, right?" And <laughs> the answer to that was, thankfully, no, no, because they were right. There was a, there's kind of a, they came, con, they came on a village, basically, um, mm-hmm. of, of people. Um, we're not going to kill the children, right? Right. And then. This is the same son who was playing a, a goat generator game in which he pulled humans into the center of a pentagram and then. Became he was wearing a, a just, it's a goat simulator. Yeah. Right. And then became a black goat. I said that, right? Generator. You said goat generator. Oh, sure. Goat simulator. That's a difference. Right. He was a goat with a jetpack, and he pulled humans into the center of a pentagram, and they became a sacrifice, and then he became a black goat with right. red eyes and horns who could, like, control, like, metal and shit. Sounds right. So, the same child who was like, maybe we don't murder the children, is fully pulling an entire party of Wiccans into this goat sacrifice goat sacrifice because well, reparations i don't know it is i don't know turnabout is fair play right i, I was like you know about all about like goat like satanic lore right and he was like no and i was like oh, okay put a pin in that <laughs> later we'll talk about it whenever will we I feel like that's a ask your father I mean, moment that I I'm mean, like, I what will. the fuck? Like, I'm very open with lots of things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so the kids run away, get away from the guy. They Right, they split up. But they reconvene on the ice rink, which is basically just a, a pond. pond. Yes, it's And a pond. they start playing hockey together, and they suck. I mean, they don't have good equipment. They don't have good training. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't know what you expect if you take people who've never heard of hockey before and just strap them in and you're like, go do some hockey shit. Like, they're going to suck. Yep. So Gordon drives up with the limo and he tells the driver, just like, go out on the ice. Like, right, and they're like, I mean, first I don't off, know, his it's driver, ice. 
This driver is not like an Uber, like a like nineteen eighty seven no. Corolla. No, it is a dedicated driver. Yeah, and he is driving a full size stretch limo. Yes. With Gordon in the very back on the mm-hmm. phone. Why wouldn't you be in the back of a stretch limo? Yeah, I mean, obviously. I've, it's it's where you sit. I've uh, only been in a limo once in my life. Mm-hmm. And that was for, and I'm not making this up, half a mile. <laughs> I don't know how long I've been in a limo, but it was like for prom. Yeah. And like, you definitely sit in the back. Like, that's, that's where you sit. That's where you sit. But anyway, but like, he's in the, like... He's the only person in the back of this limo with a phone mm-hmm. and a driver. With like a and, 1990s car phone brick. Yeah. And he's making his lawyer salary because that didn't get suspended. Right. So like, I feel zero, zero sympathy and less yes, for this man. Le- less than zero sympathy. Yeah. So he drives out on the ice, gets out of the car, and everybody's like, whoa, who's this guy? And, right, and first they, they, meet, think, they immediately think he's there to sell drugs which fair i mean yeah and they're like uh we're not we're not here with drugs like you should you should try this place they they throw whatever other place under the bus immediately right, immediately they're like you should try this other neighborhood but we're like we're straight, straight edge here. or whatever yeah. <laughs> uh and then he's like no nah, it's when i'm here i'm i'm your new coat and he pulls, like, a list out of his pocket. And as he reaches for the pocket, like, all the kids think he's pulling a gun, but it's just a list of their names. Right. And he's like, I'm here to be your coach, but, like, fuck you, I don't want to be here. And one of the kids is like, just so you know, we, like, really suck. He's like, I'll determine who sucks around here now. Like, run some drills and shit. And he's like, oh, these guys really suck. These guys suck. Yeah. Um, And so he gets back in the car, and he's just like, I'm just gonna hang out in here, rank up my hours. Right. Like, because it's like lawyer math where you're like, I've I worked for five minutes I this hour. I worked for five minutes. I can charge the whole hour. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the kids start bouncing the car. And they're like, hey, give us a ride. If you're going to like just sit here, like at least, you know, do some donuts on the rink or whatever. Which would be great. Um, and so they all get in the car and they a start driving. A limo doing donuts is crazy to me. I've seen it. I haven't seen it. I mean, have I been on a sled pulled by just a pickup truck? Yes. <laughs> I feel like this this similar. Was it so fun? Oh my god, it was so fun. <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean, so so a limo would have a really long wheelbase, rear wheel drive. So much, so much fishtailing. Yeah. So much fishtailing. So much fishtailing. So it would be really feasible. Mm-hmm. But Charlie's mom shows up to pick him up. Right, and it's like, the fuck are you doing? First off, who the fuck are you? How? Why is my child in a vehicle with an adult I don't know? Right. Why is that vehicle on the fucking ice? So many red flags. She's the only person in this movie that has an instance of like, maybe we should protect the children. Right, right, of stranger danger. But she pulls Charlie out and everybody else just kind of is done. Um, and they're like, sorry, your mom's a drag, Charlie. And he's like, I know what can you do, moms. Right. I'm like, she's being highly reasonable in this section. Like, this is fine. 100%. So, skip to the next day. It's a hockey game. It is a hockey game. Because immediately they just threw Gordon into the fire. I mean, they have hockey games every, like, three days. And they're playing the Hawks. Playing the Hawks. At the Hawks' apparently dedicated stadium. Right. So there's a stadium for Pee Wee Hockey. 
for the Hawks, not for D- District 5, which is right, what the is Ducks what will are. be. Um, yeah, so they have an arena for it. They have the banners all the way around the outside, and they're all championship banners except 1973. 1973 is a yellow banner instead of a black second banner. Second place. Where they won second place. And it sticks out, and Gordon is looking at it, like, full of regret when his old coach walks up. It's like, Gordon, what's up? So truly, a man who has been coaching <sighs> peewee hockey... 20 plus years. For, like, 30 years. Yeah, probably at that point. So, so many years past his children being in peewee hockey, this is a real calling for this man. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Who plays the coach? I don't really remember his name, but he's a generic asshole. Well, he doesn't play anything that's not an asshole. Which, hey, know your bread's butter. I definitely, like, looked him up and was like, oh yeah, this guy is an asshole in every movie. Yeah. He's probably a perfectly fine man, because he keeps finding work, so... Yes. Yeah, so people don't refuse to work with him. Right. But, Um, he's good at playing an asshole. Can lean into that portion of his personality. Yeah. Also, we get a flashback as Gordon's looking at the banner where he, like, the coach pulls him in. He's like, I wish your dad could be here to see you. Oh! And you're like, oh, of the course. Dead, the dead dad trope. Dead dad. Drink. Oh. Uh, yep. And so these kids are getting out on the ice. Their equipment sucks. Gordon's having, like, all kinds of feelings about feelings. Right, like, truly just fucking PTSD. Oh, yeah. It's flashbacks. Like, he's right. he's struggling. And, um... They get just destroyed. Wallet. Yes. At one point, um, the the coach is like, just run up the score, guys. Let's just see what we can do. And, right. Against this team, you should have twice as many. Yeah. And guess what? Gordon doesn't like being dunked on. No, he doesn't. Even though he does it on other people yeah. all the time. It's like, huh, how's that feel? Right. I mean, I feel shitty. Like, you know, the... At, at no time does this, does this promote, like, some self-reflection in him, and is like, oh, I'm the asshole. <laughs> no, he's like, no, that no, guy's a bigger... No, he's like, I just don't want to lose. <laughs> I, it, it just this seems like I. he's more mad that he got out-assholed. Yes. Like, that's... He's like, you're a better asshole than me? Unthinkable. I'm the best asshole. I'm going to step on the asshole game. Right. And so... We have a weird scene inserted here where the kids are again doing alley shenanigans. Mm-hmm. This time they find an entire crate of uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions in the back. Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions. Many yes. inappropriate your mom jokes and allusions yeah, to yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's the Hawks... like real, real baby soft porn. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. The beginnings. And then uh, the Hawks show up to make fun of them on rollerblades. Right. It's like you're just mad because you don't have your own nudie magazines. Yeah. Which also, they are. They kind of are. And they make fun of them. And as things are heating up and about to come to like some sort of fight, all of a sudden, this ginormous kid shows up. Right. He's fully like head and shoulders above every other child. Which is true, because we have we have three children that run the other direction where their head and shoulders be below Wait, we every have, child. We have, ti- we have tiny children who like meet people and they're like, How old are you? And they're like, I'm twelve and they're like, No oh, you're not. Shit, you're like real small. And they're like, Yeah. Get that a lot. <laughs> Our it's eldest true. has just got to the point is like, I know I don't look about I'm twelve. Like that's his introduction. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is my name. 
I'm 12. Right. He's like, you can Google me. Yeah. You can't, though, because of... He's not. He's not, he's not Google. Not really. Uh, but the first off, the big kid is played by a character, uh, an actor who's going to go on to be Foggy in the Daredevil shows. Sure. Um, sure. Just like, I've never watched the Daredevil shows. Yeah, they're they're not bad. I think you might slightly Maybe, enjoy. I don't know. I'm not real into superheroes. That's true. I'm not real into Ben Affleck. No, no, stop, stop. <laughs> no. I did see. It's Electra. not that. It's I not that Daredevil. Electra stop with Ben Affleck Daredevil. Stop. Stop. Because it was two no. hours of air conditioning, and I was like, "I'm here for the air conditioning." And you know what? The air conditioning was great. I the, loved the, it. It was worth the four dollars. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a different Daredevil Electra situation. Okay. Um, so it's the Netflix. It's series. the Netflix Daredevil. Because the net because the Ben Affleck Daredevil was actually um, John Favreau. Okay. Was foggy in that one. Interesting. Uh, his best friend, and which is weird because then he went to be Happy Hogan, so he's like double dipping he's in all the Marvels. The things. Feel how you feel about that, but mm-hmm. there we are. I mean, I don't feel at all about that. I didn't think you did, but anyway. <laughs> so anyway, so it's but this kid's going to grow up and have an acting career, so like okay. good for him. Um, and his name's Fulton. Yeah, Fulton. Which is a cool name. Like, that's definitely, like, the name of the cool, like, kid who is just, like, a bully or just, like, a mystery where you're like, oh, he's so mysterious. I have no bearing on this name yet. Right. So, anyway. So, we cut back to practice again. Mm-hmm. And Gordon's now teaching his kids how to take dives. Right. He's like, okay, so we're not going to win based on any kind of actual hockey playing. But we're gonna like take the fall and act hurt, and uh, that's gonna be our our key. Mm-hmm. And so they they go and they play a game and they try to fall, and it like the ref calls him on it. He's like, "This is bullshit." Like he's like, "Yeah, don't stop." Yeah, and he says this, and he says, "Okay, fine." And so Charlie comes over. He's like, "Listen, we need a penalty shot. Like, just anything you can actually make a penalty shot." So like. When you get up against the wall, that kid's twice your size. Just grab your eye like you got cut, hit the ice, and pretend you're hurt. And, um, you know, like, we'll get a shot. Maybe we'll get something out of it. It's our best best bet. Right, and Charlie's like, I'm not going to cheat. Charlie, young Joshua Jackson. Yeah, also, Joshua Jackson. Good job for Joshua Jackson. Like, here for With it. The mullet of mullety haircuts. I'm like, I don't remember early 90s being... This terrible in the haircut game, but oof. It was rough. The haircut game was not great. But yeah, but Charlie refuses to cheat even when he's pinned up, even when there's an actual, like, opponent's hockey stick under his mask hitting him in the face. Right. He's like, I'm not cheating. Because I'm not he's doing so anything. noble. And so they lose the game badly, of course. And back in the locker room, Gordon just lays into the kids. He's like, listen, I tell you to take a dive, you take a dive. And he's like, I'm not going to cheat. One of the parents comes in and, like, yanks his kids and, like, listen, this is bullshit. I'm not paying, I'm not working two overtimes a week just so you can tell my kid how to take a fall. Right. That's not what I'm here for. Yeah. And so, you know, everybody's mad at Gordon. He's like, fuck, I screwed that up. And so he goes off to find himself. Yeah. By going to the sports shop. Because he saw the owner of the sports shop in the crowd. Right. Sven. Hans. 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 The other generic Scandinavian the name. The other generic Scandinavian name. Like, uh, 
Yeah. yeah. I was in Sweden for a hot second. I did not meet anyone named Hans or Sven, and I was very disappointed. That's fair. Truly, like, so disappointed. But Hans is, uh, was, like, the sports shop owner back when Gordon was a kid. Mm -hmm. Literally 20 years ago. Still a sports shop. That makes sense, where you're like, I, I still run the hockey shop. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's not a it's not a high impact game. Right. And it's not a fly by night kind of business. No. So he's sharpening skates and Gordon shows up and he's like, I knew you'd come because you always like to watch me do this. So mm -hmm. apparently this is a normal thing. And he's do you sneaks in through the back door. Yeah. This time of night. <sighs> like, can you imagine a 12 year old sneaking into the back door? I, I, no. Red flags. Red flags. The grooming, 70s were, yeah. Oof. Yeah. This is oof, boy. Yeah. If my 12 year old, regardless of whether or not my uh, husband has died. Was just, like, hanging out mm -hmm. with the sports shop owner late at night after hours and sneaking in through the back door. I'd be, like, wanting to know some things. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, like... Hmm. But they have, like, reminiscings and memory lane and, you know, Hans is very sad about his dad dying 23 years ago. Right. I mean, I... My dad isn't dead. But, like... I appreciate that if someone... I... I understand how it's sad always. Like, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. And then, you know, Gordon's like, yeah, but Riley, he's like, and Hans is like, Riley's an idiot. You know, and, you know, like, don't judge yourself. Idiot. Like, idiot. it's like four syllables. Yeah. And all of them, only T's. The mm -hmm. only consonants. He's, it's not all about winning. Like, which is true. Junior's hockey is not all about winning it's about like just having fun and like teaching well, and training basics and, and being part of a team teaching and... you how to be reliable yeah. and make practices and like practice pays off and like you know right. that's Do what doing the work to be good in a team environment yeah that's what it's about not winning which is true and then he gives gordon a pair of skates he's like i think you're a nine and a half and gordon's like actually i'm a nine he's like well wear thick socks which is still, like, even somehow creepier. Like, I saw you walking around and automatically assumed, I know A, your shoe size. you wear nines, and B, you'll come to my sports shop this evening, and I'll sharpen some skates and give them to you. It's real, real presumptuous. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, at worst case scenario. Would, would I take free skates? Absolutely. I would. Hands over, like, it's like a pair of Bowers. Those are I, like $300 skates. I like some free stuff. Don't get me wrong. Mm hmm But he, yeah, so Gordon takes the skates out on the ice, goes for a skate in the pond, remembers some stuff, still really good at skating, but then he ends up, like, laying in the snow and, like, remembering his dad, who's, like, you know, encouraging him. And, right, like, his dad was a real cheerleader. Yeah, like a real cool guy that was like, just do your best, and I'm always proud of you, and I'll always be there for you. Right, except for when I die of cancer. Or drunk driving, Sorry. maybe. It was a family thing. Mm. It didn't say what he died of. Yeah. But, um, so Gordon sucks it up and he goes directly to Charlie's house. Again. Yes. Weird. Again, weird. Knocks on the door. Charlie lets him in and he's there to apologize. And, like, Charlie invites Gordon to dinner, and he's like, what are we having? And I'm just like, this is all weird and awkward, and not at all how social interactions are supposed to work. Right, if some random person, grown-ass man, all I came, know is came to my door, and they knew my child, mm -hmm. 
And I've my seen child him. and my child is like, Yes, please come in. The two times I've met him, one he was giving my kid a ride around an ice rink in a limousine. Like fucking child endangerment. The second time he was trying to teach my child how to cheat. Right. And seeing what my kid would be I willing would, to get I'd away be with. Like fully a vampire where you're like, you are not welcome here. I do not invite you in. And here's a stake I'll drive through your heart if you walk right. through this door again. Right. I have some pointy sticks right mm-hmm. here. They're non-metaphorical. Yeah, in this space by the front door. Yes. Like, yeah, no, no. But apparently Charlie paves it all over and they have dinner, maybe? Mm -hmm. I don't know. They kind of cut to the next scene. Maybe he stays for dinner. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, which is Gordon at Duckworth's. Right. So he's like, here's the deal. These kids need equipment. They need rink time. Like, there's no way that they can be good without a huge influx of cash. Which is true. It just pay to win in a lot of ways. Hockey, like the U.S. legal system, pay to win. Like so many things, uh, you need a a good deal of privilege to Mm -hmm. be able to even the playing field. Mm Mm-hmm. So Duckworth is hesitant at first, but Gordon's like, I'll get your own jersey. And immediately the dude signs 15 grand check. Right, that's all he needs is a jersey. And so we immediately go to the sports shop. Good vibrations plays in the background as these kids. I'm going to say this is a problem with white males. All they need is this a jersey. This is the one? Yeah, no, this is like a problem. Okay, cool. With white males. You said the, and I was yes. like, oh, well. The, all they need is like a jersey. They just need like a significant amount of ego stroking to write a check for $50,000 for a PBI. 15, but yes. Yeah. For a PB hockey. 15 and 90s dollars. Is yeah. Like for a PB hockey term. I was like, none of this would fly with a lady. She'd be like, well, tell me She'd about your like, opportunities. I need you spreadsheets. Yeah. Or like ROI. Right. Right. Like, what's- And Gordon does try the angle of like, it'd be good advertising and community relations with the firm. And he, Duck was like, fuck that. Right. I don't need, I don't need firm relations. Like we're lawyers. We're scumbags. He's like, yeah, but I get your own jersey. He's like, that is the ego boost I need. I need my own jersey. That just gave me the right amount of dopamine to tell you to go for it. Right. So, He's like, let's do it. So they do it. They have a shopping montage. And as they're leaving the store to go to the rink for time, apparently, mm-hmm. um, they see two figure skaters out on the ice. Right. And they're like, who's that? And it's like, that's, um, that's Tammy. Tammy and, and Tommy Duncan. Duncan. He's like, he's Man, in they... my science class. Yeah. We should get them to play. So they did all the shopping. Then they find these two other kids who are just instantly have stuff as well. Right. They just I guess they bought extra. know their size. Maybe they like double back to Sven's place to get them skates. Or they're like, they already have skates. They'll just skate with their fucking figure skates on hockey. Which is not how it works. Figure skates and hockey skates are very different. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> Who knows? So then there's a whole like training montage where they're like passing eggs and like trying to learn how to skate and how to stop and how to go between cones because that's very important. Right. Right. And the team starts to get good. I'm like, how long did they practice? So in real life, all of the actors had like eight weeks of hockey camp. Which is I feel not a lot, but if I was doing hockey eight hours a day. Eight hours a day every day for eight weeks. I could get passable, I think. Right, right. Well, if I was 12. Like, now. Now, absolutely not. No way. Yeah, but in the the 10 to, like, 14 range. Mm. Yep. 
So they learn how to pass the puck. They learn how to skate. They tie the goalie who's afraid of the puck to the crossbar mm-hmm. and just take shots at him and hit him with the pucks, which teaches him it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. With his good equipment, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. He was, like, stuffing, like, magazines down his pants, like... To, to protect himself. To protect himself. Right. So, like, yeah, that yeah, would hurt. Yeah, it would hurt. I would not Absolutely, want to get hit by a puck. I would run away from a puck. Because, so, like, fuck that. But now that he's got, like, ten grand worth of pads on... Right. He's like, it doesn't hurt. I'm invincible. Like, let's do it. So, he's good. And, um... Good practice, everybody. They go home. They leave the goalie tied to the... Right. He's like, hey, guys. guys. This isn't funny, guys. Let me out, guys. So so, f- so I, in my headcanon, Charlie comes back and lets him out. <laughs> my, I, somebody does. But they, they drop all the kids off, and Coach takes Charlie home in the van. And, yeah. And they his... have a driver, so it's not just the two of them, but, Probably. like... They get out, they have a tickle fight in the front yard. Yeah, and the ch- the mom is watching, like, kindly. Like, heart oh, full look, of he's... love. No. For this grown-ass man tickling my, like, prepubescent child. No. 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 Do not touch them. Not okay. So, yeah, she he drops Charlie off and kind of, like, waves at mom. And mom kind of waves back, like... Hey, cool. Hey, guy. Yeah. Yeah. So then, Char- like, then Gordon and the driver are driving, and they're ta- and Gordon's just rambling because he's mm-hmm. like super pumped about how things are going. Like, this is actually really fun. Pumped, pumped about the hockey. Pumped like, these about kids are cool. Charlie's mom. Like, and um, all of a sudden his window explodes because mm-hmm. somebody shot a hockey puck through it. Right. This is the next day. Yeah. This is the next morning. Okay. And they stop and they back up, and it's Fulton. Fulton, Fulton, who um, the rumor is that he cannot play hockey because he's been he's already been recruited to various football scholarship shenanigans. So yeah, they don't want him playing hockey because it's too and he dangerous. He can't play hockey, right? And so Gordon runs out, chases Fulton down. Is like, dude, is it true you, you want to play hockey but you can't because of the scholarships? He's like. Kids say a lot of things. He's like, yeah. Which is true. Kids do say a lot of things. He's like, so you want to play hockey with me? He's like, I don't want to play. I can't play hockey. He's like, because of the scholarship thing? He's like, no, because they don't know how to fucking skate. He's like, oh, I can fix that because I am Gordon and I have no limits because I'm a mediocre white male. Right. Also, uh, he's like, how, uh, like, how'd you learn to shoot like that? He's like, I don't know. It's just like in me. It's just like a natural ability. And he's like, it's fucking awesome. How often do you get it in the goal? And he's like, I mean, one out of five. <laughs> like, so, like, he's clearly a very erratic uh, yeah. well, shooter. Well, it's... Okay, so, honestly, shooting one out of five for a professional hockey player... It's not bad. It's... You would like to see it, like, one out of three or one out of four. Mm-hmm. But one out of five's not... Wild. But the problem is that his four out of five are like going to kill someone, just like a fucking radius. <laughs> like they go behind him, like they like... go behind him, they go orthogonal in all directions to him. <laughs> and like one out of five goes straight into the goal, and one out of five goes into the goal, and then like four out of five will like fucking murder a random uh, like, spectator. Yeah, it's a risky take. It it's is. hockey. You you take your t- you buy your tickets you take your chances. Yikes! 
The only Yikes. NHL game I've ever been to. Uh-huh. Um, I've never been to an NHL game. Yeah, the only NHL, NHL game I've ever gone to, um, a spectator got pulled out on a stretcher. She A spectator. Yeah, because um, it was a bad shot or like trying to clear it around the rails or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it went um, over the glass. Flew out and hit her right on the cheek, and she was not that significantly far away from us that we could see. You could see all the blood, like instantly, so like just blood. later cheek open. So much and, blood, like people grabbing napkins and like the EMTs running down and pulling her out. And there was shit. There was like a towel that was like dripping already. I was like, whoo! And as the uh, the guy she was with got to the top of the rail, like or of the the bleachers, getting out. He turned around and he held the puck up, and we all were like, not even cheering. We're like, "Ooh, buddy, that's gonna be hard Too to come soon. back. <laughs> that's gonna be rough." Too we were just like, soon. "Ooh, I, I've, yeah." I've never been to an NHL game. I've been to some. Money. Go? I've no, it's not worth the money. I mean, it's not. No, it's not. If you're like, I can spend five hundred dollars if you can go to an NHL game. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know how many face masks I could buy for five hundred dollars? How about we spend fifty bucks and go to a <laughs> right. like minor league game and like stop for a hundred and fifty dollars worth of food on the way home? Right, right, or Let's jewelry or something. <laughs> anyway, um, so there's a montage of trying to teach the team how to skate a little bit where they're rollerblading. Right. Also, if you in go to, a mall, it's the Skyway, but yes, I mean it's so. This it is, seems very mallish. It is very mallish. Um, it was a con- series of connected Skyways in Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis. There's a whole fascinating 99 percent invisible article I mean, on this. Okay, so and they reference ni- Skyways the are really important when it's real fucking cold and windy. So, um, but the Skyways in Minneapolis. Uh, intentionally avoided certain neighborhoods and disconnected parts of downtown from other parts of downtown. Because racism! Exactly. And, yeah. No one is surprised. Right. And when Mall of the Americas opened up north, or outside of town, I don't know if it's north, but outside town, Mm -hmm. um, that kind of got abandoned to, um, you know, the town or the city, and they stopped being... Like, trying to keep the, the races, you know, stop trying to keep, you know, black people out of the mall. They let them in so that they would not go to the Mall of America and it became a whole segregated bullshit thing. Yeah, guys. Because, mm. you know. Yeah, it turns out systemic te- racism is still present like in kids' millions. 80s children that, uh, like, we should be colorblind was not enough. <laughs> no, no. Not enough it was to disable awful. systemic racism. <laughs> Anyway, so that's an aside. But anyway, um, the Ducks jerseys show up. Mm-hmm. They hand them out. The team is... By, the, by uh, Mr. Ducksworth. Yeah, well, the team is unimpressed. It's like, we're the fucking Ducks. Are you kidding me? That's like naming us the Bunnies. Like, like, bullshit. No one's fucking scared of Bunnies. He's like, but Ducks are important. They They flock together. They have a dignity. They are... They're great. They are serial rapists. They leave that part out. Right. They 100% leave the serial rapist part of Dunks out. Because, like, I would 100% murder all of my male dogs because I don't feel like dealing with it. Truth. Corkscrew penises. Yeah, no no thanks. It's a whole thing. Like, yeah. don't Google. Do not. It's no. terrible. No. Uh, ducks but, are the worst. But um, Gordon reveals that he's already wearing his Ducks jersey. 
so who's with me also these are the jerseys we have you can go back to like the hoodie you were wearing i right, guess but right like, like a literal hoodie with tape on it this is conway or you can wear this like jersey and these pads also the guy that bought you all the shit that you really like right. bought these jerseys so put them the fuck on right, and get pads on the ice that don't, that don't let you get hurt like, like know where your bread is buttered Take the humiliation. Yeah. Get out there. We're playing the Cardinals. That's not significantly right. better. Right. This is not the time for scruples. Right. So they are playing the Cardinals, um, which we did check later. They're not all birds because there's a couple of standing charts and there's some mammals in there. Right. There are some mammals. And they don't all fly. So. A lot of them are birds. So there's the hawks. There's the Cardinals. There's the ducks. There's some other bird. I don't remember what it was. There's like the Falcons or the maybe, Eagles or Maybe something. the Falcons or the Eagles. Yeah. So, um, and so as they're warming up, Bolton is on the ice and he's taking shots on goal. Truly having him <laughs> shoot and then be like, oh, the fuck, this kid is just a real loose cannon. Who knows where he's going to be? Yeah. Yeah. As a, like a pre-play. And then whenever you put him on the ice, people Everybody are like, just, like dives from oh, the fuck. sides. <laughs> yeah. And they like. It's, it's a genius move. And like, they warm up by quacking at each other. And like, mm -hmm. it's really, they're just having fun. It they're, looks really like they're really going deep in the theme. I do love a theme. You do. I love a theme. Yep. And so they get out on the ice. They start skating around. They're not doing bad, but they actually score. Yeah, they do okay. They get a point, and they go nuts. They like, clear the bench. They're and, like, like, oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> and, like, the, the coach on the other side, and Gordon's like, just, just let him have this. Like, that's, that's just, can we have right, this, this for a minute? This is a big deal for them. Which I feel is legit. Like, sometimes you just gotta be like, listen, it's been a rough year. We actually scored a point. Like, let's just, we're just we're take a moment. We're gonna for a minute, and then I promise we'll come back. So, um... And then they're playing, and at one point, um, Carp was one of the players. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's he's taking the putt down the ice. He gets checked from behind, falls down, runs into a goalpost, and knocks himself out. Yes, he's out for the rest of the game. But like, they just kind of roll him over, and this kid is failing every concussion protocol. They do not take concussion protocol seriously in the '90s <sighs> in hockey. I don't know if it's better now. But oof, this is rough. Right. And so... It's like, how many fingers am I holding up? They're like, ask him something he would know for the, like, on regular. And, like, he can't focus his eyes. He's, like, not sure where he's at. Like, he's like, very clearly dizzy. Like, he definitely needs to go see the hospital, like, immediately. Right. But they're, like, children are made of just, rubber bands. Just sit you on the bench. You'll be yeah, fine. You'll like, be obviously fine. you can't skate, so you're no good to me. Guys, so much, so much concussion humor. Yeah. In the 90s. Yeah. Truly. It's true. It's true. But they put Fulton in, who goes to, like, wind up to shoot a goal, and the whole Cardinals team scatters. Right. He's got a clear shot I on mean, goal. I mean, wouldn't you? It. Wouldn't you scatter? I fucking would. They're not paying me enough for this. I, they're not paying me any fucking thing. I'm paying to be here. Like, no. protect the moneymaker. Get yeah. out of the way of that puck. 100%. So he scores. I need my cheekbones. It's a tie. Yay. Mm -hmm. And um, there, there's a newspaper about how the Ducks tie, which is weird because I don't think they would report on such things. But hey, it's here we are. It's the premier peewee hockey, like, Publication news. for Minneapolis. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, being in a coffee shop in Minneapolis and there's this, like, Severely local paper. 
the way too local news. <laughs> the way too local news that covers the peewee hockey. Yeah, it's weird, but yeah, hey. but like, you know, you're in a donut shop, you're drinking your coffee, you're checking up on the peewee hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what gets weird, though, is that Gordon is back in this, the hockey shop talking to Hans, and Hans is like, yeah, you guys can still make the playoffs. And he's got like the the the, the standing roster the, with the with the different teams. Mm-hmm. Which again, if you're the local hockey shop that like all the kids that go makes to, sense. Like that makes sense. Sure, but he's like, listen. So there's there's fourteen teams or whatever. There or, like these people forfeited for these or there's reasons. ten teams. Yeah, uh, all but two will make it in. These kids, this team has the measles. They're out for the season. The measles is this eighteen forty two? Sure. Are you fucking kidding me? The measles? MMR I, shots were. Have you known anyone with the measles? No, because we have vaccines. No. 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 So, anyway, but uh, that's the excuse. Do they not believe in vaccines in Minnesota? I don't know. Guys, I don't know anyone with the measles. The chicken pox, sure. But even then, you're but, out for a week and you're back. But the measles. Yeah. So uh, they're out. So you only have to be not the worst team. You have to be the second to worst the second team. second to worst teams to make the playoffs. And since you got a tie, like, as long as you win out the rest of your games... You can beat this other team, mm-hmm. and you can make it into the playoffs. And Gorn's like, "Huh, that seems wildly um, easy. convenient." He's like, "By the way, I don't know if you know this, but oh. they redistricted the Literally lines last year. They redistricted all the lines, so your house." And Han points at a map where, assumingly, he knows where Gordon lived. Mm-hmm. Which really. Creepy. They were very old friends. I guess. I don't know. Like, I ha- I have several Cub Scouts that I'm hanging out with. Mm-hmm. I know where two of them live. Because... And that's just because, like, you walked by their house and saw their dead grilling. And oh, you were like, like oh, oh, hey. Hey, you live here, I guess. And he's like, yeah, it's, like, literally around the corner from my house. So, right. like, fantastic. Like, I'm just on my Dairy Queen. Like, never mind me. How, how you doing? Um, but anyway, and... Like, I don't know where anyone else lives. So maybe mm-hmm. it's just around the corner from his house, but like still creepy. He's like, but also, I don't know if you know this, the star player from the Hawks, Adam Banks. Right. Also lives close to where you live right. and would lives, be, like, should be a like, duck now too. Yeah. Like, is your like childhood next door neighbor? Yeah. Which is, again, like way too much information for the old shopkeeper to have I think you and... underestimate small town uh It's nosiness. Minneapolis. It's nosiness. not I mean like it's not a super small town. It's not a super small town. But, but I do assume hockey, it's a small community. So like there's Minneapolis and there's like the hockey the peewee hockey community in Minneapolis. It's like a, a small town in Minneapolis. Where yeah. everyone's like all up in each other's business. I guess. So, um, Gordon makes a plan to steal Adam mm-hmm. from the Hawks. And so, the n- next time we see uh, Gordon and the Hawks coach together, right? Uh, the Hawks coach is pissed. Right. Because he's stealing one of his players. And Gordon's like, yeah, I stole him because, you know, those are the rules. We use the rules to win. That's what you taught me. That's Always taught go me. to the win. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but the- your team's a bunch of losers. He's like, right. They're losers. They're terrible. They don't deserve to live. I'm going to make them a team. They're doing great. We're having fun. Fuck you. Fuck your team. Fuck all this. 
I'm taking him to the playoffs. Right, but also I'm taking your star player because I'm a vindictive shit. Yes, because you're an asshole. I'm an asshole. You out assholed me earlier. <laughs> right. uh, my turn. Right, but joke's on you. I'm the biggest asshole. So, ha ha. Only problem is, some of his kids hear him mm-hmm. saying they're, yeah, they're losers. They'll never win. They right. don't deserve they, to live. They quote, don't deserve to live, unquote. Yeah, and that's when those kids hear that, and then they take off. They don't hear the rest of it. And so the kids are really Very mad. Very mad. Yeah. And most of the team is, like, really mad at him. And the kids are like, yeah, he's called us losers that we don't deserve to win. Like, we're not going out there. Right. Like, we're just just puppets in his machine. Like, fuck that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Which also, fuck Fuck that that guy. guy. Like, I'm not... I'm not mad at their response. Yep. Not at all. So, only two players come out on the ice. Just Charlie? Charlie and I think Adam. I think it's Charlie and Adam. Was it Charlie and Adam? Because Adam's like, I'm just here to play hockey. And everyone's so shitty to him. Yeah. Truly, this is the worst for Adam. Oh, yeah. Totally. The worst. You've been playing with these kids since you were, since you couldn't even walk. Right. And this is your team. And all of a sudden, they redistricted and you have to be with this whole other team who, one, fucking hates you. And two, sucks Sucks like, so bad. Yeah, and then it's like not so great. Yeah. And his dad's pissed and he's pissed and everybody's pissed. But Right. Yeah. This is really really a shitty thing to do to Adam mm-hmm. Banks. Justice for Adam Banks. Indeed. Hashtag. So, so <laughs> next scene is Gordon finding Charlie at a diner where yes. his mom works. A diner where his mom works. So Charlie just basically rocks a bar stool and I mean, if I worked at a diner, I would 100% be like, you, you're sitting here, you're doing your math homework. I'll be off in an hour. Yeah, I'll be off in an hour or two. You want a hot like, dog? Yeah, I can keep an eye on you and I can do my job. Also like, weird that Gordon knows where to find him, but whatever. He's very well connected. Yep. And so they talk and... um Gordon tells the story of missing the goal to Charlie, and Charlie's mm-hmm. listening. And Gordon's like, you know, it just missed it. If it would have been a quarter inch to the right, my whole life would have been, been different. different. And Charlie's like, yeah, but if you went a quarter inch to the left, like, you would have missed the goal completely, and it would have been even worse. And he's like, I never thought of that. Right. After years of mulling over this particular memory, you've never thought of that? Yep. But also, Charlie is way trying to hook up Gordon yeah very mom. much the parent trap where it's like you know many uh men find my mother attractive like it is weird mm-hmm. it is weird if something terrible happened to you or a marriage would i want our 12 year old to like set me up no no i don't i don't no. trust our 12 year old's judgment in i can i can swipe up my own thank you very much like yep. i will introduce you when we're many dates in and i have like mm-hmm. felt like okay like maybe this is worth it we can go on this ride but otherwise like no thanks yep and gordon announces that he's leaving the team you know he tells charlie and because you know his community service is up or whatever and he's like like Yep, you know, serve time. Peace out. Right, and You're also, like, own. clearly you don't, like, love and respect me, and I'm not a good coach. Apparently um, I'm an asshole. Apparently I'm an asshole, but Terry's dad uh, will take over, so, you know. Good luck. You'll, you'll have a coach. Like, I'm not leaving you in the lurch. Right. 
So um, next scene is the kids. In and Charlie's like, you can't do that. You made you made the ducks. You're stuck with us. Yep. He's like, mm, pretty like sure I mean, can. I'm pretty sure I can. So then we go to science class with the ducks because they're all in the same fucking science all, class. It's a very small high school. Is it I where can, everyone is in the same classes? It's the Saved by the Bell scenario. It is the Saved by the Bell scenario. And they all get it. Which I I do know a friend who went to a small enough high school where it was like Oh yeah. By the bell. <laughs> where like there were only like eight people in and that. And I was like, Oh, all of all of your stories had the same like twenty people and they were like, Yeah. Cass, this was really small. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of budget for that season. It's true. So they're all in class. They get into a big fight over mm-hmm. like being ducks or not being ducks or tr- right. abandoning the know. team or not. I don't know. It's a bunch some, of some kind juvenile of, bullshit. Yeah, hockey related fight. But the principal walks in to break them up and they just start quacking at her because mm-hmm. that's so what she, you do. So she puts them all in detention because she's like, I don't have time for this bullshit. Like you're all in detention. I'm a severe woman with a bun. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. So meanwhile. Gordon rolls back into Duckworth. And he's like, "Hey, I'm glad to be back. Let's get let's hit the ground running." He's like, "Yeah, just real quick. I need to introduce you to someone." And it's the coach from the Hawks and Adam's and dad. Adam's dad. He's like, "Yeah, it turns out uh, Adam's dad's like a longtime customer of our defense. To, you know, right? Is a scumbag. So he's a scumbag. <laughs> you, you you don't have a defense attorney on retainer unless." Right, unless you're, you're making some yikes. questionable decisions. Yes, he's like we've uh, we've got a way to get back uh, Adam back on the Hawks and put this all the silly business behind us, and like you can come back to work for us. But like, only thing is, we need you to drop your protest because you actually have a valid point. So as long as no one's complaining, Adam can It'll go back to the Hawks. Yeah, but since you're complaining, they won't let it happen. So uh, we need you to drop your protest, and then. Uh, we can just put this whole silly thing behind us, right? What do you say? Right, and all of a sudden, Emilio Estevez is like, I have struck, principles. Yeah, is struck with like a lightning bolt of morals. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he was like, "No, this is the right thing because these are the rules." Also, this is like a real shitty thing to do for Adam, and at no point does he like acknowledge, like, "Hey, yeah, I know this is shitty for you." Adam is just, you know, some like collateral damage in this whole story. One hundred percent. And he's like, and then Duckworth's like, listen, like, this guy pays us a lot of fucking money, and you're kind of being an asshole. So, like, either you get in line or you get out. Mm-hmm. And Gordon's like, I guess I'm out. Right. He's like, are you prepared, like, to fire me over some kids? And he's like, I mean, are you prepared to get fired over some kids? Which I like, feel is the most incredular Right. And question. it's just like... Yeah. Yeah, I am. Maybe you should collect your things. And, like... Gordon walks out and he puts to the jersey. He's like, you might have bought that jersey, but you didn't earn it. And I'm like, pretty fucking sure he did. Like, that's right. what I mean, buying... All, all of a sudden, just like real... Real moral. Morally teamworkiness. Mm-hmm. So, Gordon goes to the school to see the principal. Right. And it's like, hey, I'm looking for these uh, kids. I'm their hockey coach. And they're like, oh, they're all in room 233. He's like, all of them? And she's like, all of them. Those fuckers. So, I don't know how teachers, principals, administrators do not swear way more regularly in front of... Okay, okay, so you have, like, 20 kids in detention. Yeah. And you have their their hockey coach looking for all of them. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't go in with an escort. 
No. There's no kind of staff member no. who's there. One, these kids are by themselves. Yeah, in a right, room. In a room, writing, I After not, they just got in a big fight. After they just got in a big fight, writing, I will not quack at the principal. Sure. Right, there's no, there's no staff members or security guards or anything. Mm-hmm. And then they just let their hockey coach just walk in. Check them out. Well, to to the detention area. Yeah. Do, not necessarily check them out. But he goes in. He's like, listen, guys, I'm coming back. I'm going to be your coach again. And also, like, I want to be your... Can you forgive me? Like, let's do this together. We're a team. Right. Yeah, big, yeah, yeah. big, important speech. Yeah. And then they're like, cool, whatever. So let's back, do this. back to the locker room. Adam walks in. Super weird. Right. And they're, they're being shitty to him. Yep. He, um... Uh, and so they have a game. Fulton mm-hmm. scores the winning goal, and that's all it takes to get the Ducks in the playoffs. The Apparently, Ducks like, are in the playoffs. Two Pee- wins at a tie. Pee wee hockey paper is uh, ecstatic. Ecstatic. So because this is the this is the most news they've had since like the nineteen seventy three. The Hawks don't win the championship. Yeah. So um, Gordon books him a little bit of uh, rink time to get some practice in. But as they show up to the rink, the actual Minnesota Stars... Right, are there. They're getting off the ice. And he's like, what is this? And it's like, it's a playoff present. Yeah, like... And so the Stars are like, hey, Gordon. Like, one of the guys. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, what you been up to? He's like, I heard you're a lawyer now. He's like, yeah. Yeah, Man, it's pretty okay. You're one of the best kids I ever saw. You were a killer in peewee hockey. He's like, eh, you know, just didn't... Do it. He's like, man, if you ever want a shot, like, let me know. I pull some strings, get you a tryout. He's like, yeah, maybe not. I mean, I got this thing going now. Mm-hmm. And all the kids are just, like, absolutely dumbfounded. Like, right. wait, what? Right, because these uh, Minnesota stars are themselves. Like, they play themselves in this movie. Yeah, they're actual and, um, NHL the players. the one who's actually the better hockey player was not good on camera. So they, like, pivoted to the number two hockey player. <laughs> like, the guy that could actually, like, deliver yeah, lines and, he, and like... because he could deliver not lines. Not stare at the camera. <laughs> He's gotten much better. Baby. Uh, yeah, but he was, like, fresh. He was fresh, fresh. He was, like, 21. Uh, and he didn't, like, they were like, yeah, we can't, we can't with him. He just has to be around. <laughs> it's like, he's like freakily going, oh my gosh, it's that guy from that movie. You're like, yeah, right. it's, yes, it's Emilio Estevez. But anyway. Um, yeah, so they skate on the ice and then they watch the game and it's like. Also, the driver is here. Like the driver that was driving. The driver is like part of the team. But here's the thing. The driver was an employee of Duckworth. Duckworth provided the driver. Right, he, but he quit Duckworth. So therefore, what is this driver doing? Maybe he offered to retain the driver I guess. on his own. Because he still doesn't have his driver's license. Mm-hmm. Even though he paid his community service, he hasn't like gone to the court for them to like reinstate his, reinstate his license. Maybe there's something there. But, so he was like, you know, Paul, me and you have become real close. Like, I'm going to be your employer now. Yeah. I still I need know. a driver. You still need a job. How's this working out for us? Yeah. but um, That's the only thing that makes sense, yeah, I they, think. And they go to a game and they have fun. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, um, have you ever seen, it's kind of a, a legend, but it actually did happen. Uh, right before the premiere of Friends, the entire cast went to Las Vegas. 
Okay. And just walked around and we're just normal people. Mm-hmm. And the director was like, this is the last time this will ever happen for you. Right. Like, just enjoy this last moment of freedom before you're just going to be way too famous. Mm-hmm. And that turned out to be pre- very prescient um, because as soon as Friends hit, that whole cast was... Right. They couldn't go anywhere. I feel like this was, like, the moment where, like, all these kids are in a row, hanging out together, goofing off, having fun. They're on the Jumbotron. Everybody sees them. These are nobodies. Right. They're just kids. They're just kids. They're just having fun. They're, mm-hmm. you know, local peewee hockey team number, District 5. Like, nobody in Minnesota would have thought that was weird. Right. Like, no worries. Other than the fact that Emilio Estevez is there... But he's only there in, like, certain insert shots. Right, right. It's very possible he wasn't there. He wasn't actually there, <laughs> or wasn't there for most of that that mm-hmm. game. So they could have the kids. And I think the kids actually, they look like they're having a blast. Truly, Averman is having so much fucking fun all the time. He is. He's in his own movie, and I'm here for him. I gotta say, I did, I did go deep into some of the cast, and um, Averman actually did get a scholarship to play hockey in Which college. Which is amazing. Like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. I mean, by the third movie, like, I was actually pretty good at hockey, even though, like, I'm just a kid yeah. from, like, New Jersey or wherever I was from. I was trying to get into Juilliard. Like. <laughs> right. Also still went to Juilliard. <laughs> but, like, yeah, Averman did that. Um, I mean, obviously, Fulton and um, Jackson, Joshua mm-hmm. Jackson, had their own trajectories, had their own... And, yeah, in terms of acting. Thing. Emilio did fine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the goalie. Um, Goldberg? Goldberg. Goldberg had a real roller coaster She's of a time. A ride. I think I think he's sober now and is, yeah, like, Yeah, he ended up homeless okay. and drug addicted, and it was, it was yeah. a rough Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, you know, he's getting things back yeah. together. From from what I last saw, he was okay. Yeah, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, but like some of these kids literally just dropped off the face of the earth and good right. for them. Right, just like, nope, I flip houses now. Nope, like, I'm an electrician. Like, nope. <laughs> turns out getting like a, you know, $10,000 a year check for doing nothing is not was pretty terrible. Great. Like, yeah. it's really been good for whatever. Mm-hmm. But not good enough, but just good. Yeah. So good for them. But anyway, um, that night, Gordon has dinner at Charlie's. Uh-huh, with his mom. Yeah, and they decide they're going to go down to the ice festival as a right, group. Like they have, like, a snow and ice festival. Not a Christmas festival. It's not a holiday-related festival. It's very uh, it looks, non-denominational. But it looks very holiday-related. Yeah, it probably is. But they... But Charlie's like, yeah, I got, like, a lot of homework and shit, so, like, I'm so, gonna stay up here. So, you should go on your you own. Two, you two go. the two of you. And so, like, this is a whole, like, defining the relationship kind of scene, mm-hmm. where the mom's like, listen, uh, a lot of people get to know me, and they think I'm hot and shit, and then they meet Charlie, and they bail, and, like, I don't like that. And Gordon's like, literally met Charlie first, and I came into this relationship, and I'm like, that doesn't make it less creepy. Yeah. That's a weird way, but okay, cool. Yeah. Sell it how you sell it. Um, And she's like... Yeah, well, and she's like, I don't want you to just fuck around. Like... Yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm here for just, like, a hot fling, but, like, that's not fair to Charlie. Yeah. Because he already knows you, and he's, like, putting a lot of hopes yeah. into you and this relationship working out. 
Yeah, like a one night stand, but Charlie doesn't even meet the guy. Like whatever. Yeah, I don't get like I. I'm also a grown person who can make my own decisions, but like when you start involving Charlie and like maybe getting his hopes up of like getting a new dad, it's not yeah, fair it's not when fair you bail. Again. So like don't don't fuck around and find out. Like right, right. Don't do this unless you're like in. And he's like, fine, I'm in. And she, like, they smooch and whatever. Like, right. That's all it takes. And also, mm-hmm. it's a PG movie, so, like, they just kind of fade out. Yes. And yes. That's the end of that. The smooching is very, like, their lips touch. <laughs> it's like a it's like a Hallmark movie kissing. It's yep. like. So then we go into the playoffs. Playoffs. First team is the Hornets. Yeah, Pee Wee Hockey Journal USA is like so many exclamation points. Yep. So they play the Hornets, they beat them. They play the Cardinals, they beat them. That is like literally, like it's in montage. Right, it's just, it's just, yeah, newspaper articles. Yeah, and they're just now instantly in the state finals. And who are they going to play in the state finals? Who else? The Hawks. Of course. Of course. Of course it has to be the Hawks. Yeah. So, um, Goran's having all kinds of flashbacks and like right, PTSD. he's feeling many feelings. Um, and so they're getting each other psyched up. The Hawks are chanting, win, 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 win. The Ducks are quacking. Mm-hmm. Which is symbolic, I assume. Right. And he's also like, go out there and have fun. Yeah. Go out there, have fun. Let's do this. And the Hawks are absolutely trying to murder Adam Banks. Right. Any he... who, for the record, did not choose this life. Right. Right. The duck life chose him. Yeah. He needs like a duck life tattoo across his belly. 100%. That would be fantastic. I mean, he does have abs as like a 12 year old. So I'm there is that. Sure. Um, but the Hawks end up getting up two to zero pretty quick. Then it's like three to zero. And like. The thing about hockey is it's not high scoring so it makes a movie about hockey kind of boring yeah i'm gonna say like slightly more exciting than a movie about golf if someone scores like if there are five goals in hockey that is a bonkers game so i will say peewee hockey weirdly can score higher because the goalies suck more right because the goalies are like fuck no i'm not i'm not diving to that puck yeah well also i'm recoiling away from it would you put like a 60 pound dude in front of a regulation goal versus like a 300 pound dude in front of a goal so much more like arm span and wingspan where he cannot get to the right so yeah you you end up getting able to score a little bit more but still Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not exciting. Right, right. So our, our scores are like three to, to two. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what happens is the the Hawks guys are still just trying to take out Adam, mm-hmm. who Gordon hasn't pulled off the ice. Like, I feel like, like, at some point you would be like, Adam, for your own safety, like, I got to get you off the ice. Like, right, I'm sorry, bro. Right, but or he doesn't notice. Or whatever. He's just too, like, in his own feelings. Yeah, but Adam gets knocked out right and has to get pulled off the ice on a stretcher on a stretcher and and the whole team like crowds around him and is like hey like hey did the did the goal go in and he was like yeah the goal went in and he was like that's pretty great and i was like yeah hope you get better sorry we were assholes sorry we were assholes. turns out you're a but also dog. and now this and now this uh very demeaning uh term that we use for your cake eater is now a term of endearment which is also a weird term. Which you can do. I feel 
I mean, it's very mm. like privilege. Yeah, you know, it's Let like them eat cake. Yeah, you're a cake eater. You're a cake eater. Like you're not. We ain't got bread. You got cake. Right. So, Gordon like goes up to the coach is like, "You are a fucking asshole." That is not okay. The, you realize this is a kids' league with like twelve year olds. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And the coach is like, "Yep, I'm doing my job, bitch." Yep. And so Gordon's like, "All right, guys, we can't beat them on like physical. So let's play smart. They can't play smart. So let's do it." Um. And so they come up with some plans and put yeah. Bolton in. Like they play. They play as a team. Yep. They do a thing where the figure skaters like do a fancy twirl and everyone looks at them and then they just like shove the uh the puck and the goal. Everyone is like staring at this girl who's doing like figure skating. Also, it's a girl. Yeah. Twelve year olds can get very distracted by girls. Right. True story. Also, like props to Connie, uh not Tammy, but Connie, who mm-hmm. is playing as the only girl in this league. Like until well, Tammy showed up, well before, and she just plays. She just yeah. plays it straight. She's that's here. She's not here for the bullshit. She's right. just she puts everyone in their place. Like yeah, she's great. Love her, yeah. Connie. I'm telling you earlier, arrow the ducks. Uh, Fulton at one point shoots a goal that knocks the goalie clean back into the goal. Right, it shoots through his belly. Essentially, like he might need a like a some restorative surgery. Like I don't know. Yeah. And they try the flying V, which is like... Right, it's their signature move. Where they all meet up behind the goal and they like go in a V formation. And they're passing the puck back and forth so you can't really see like who the puck is going to. Yeah. Ducks famously do not fly in a V. That's no, geese. No, that's geese. That's the that's a geese Ducks thing. don't fucking fly anywhere. They just hang out in the pond till it's frozen and then they're like oh fuck it's frozen and then they just scatter and they don't fucking go anywhere <laughs> so yeah um and so it gets up to four to four mm-hmm. when charlie gets like checked at the last minute right and he has a penalty shot well anyone anyone on the ice could take the penalty shot but gordon specifically picks charlie like, i feel like charlie should make it because adam's out well and uh earlier they're like oh charlie's a spaz where like half the time he'll be amazing and half the time he'll be like fucking terrible he's not dependable you shouldn't ever count on him mm-hmm. and gordon pulls him aside he's like listen have you been practicing the triple deke which is the move that gordon did the triple fake thing mm-hmm. to to get it in and Charlie's like yeah he's like listen the most important thing is we got to the playoffs I don't care about anything else right now. There's no pressure. It's just you and a shot. Whatever. I believe in you. If you don't make it, that's still great. Like, this is way farther than I ever thought this team would go. Like, I'm so proud of you guys. And it's like the critical difference between how Gordon got told about his shot and how this kid gets told about his shot. He's like, go out there and have fun. And so um, it's an exact recreation, shot for shot, of (laughs) Gordon's goal. Except... Charlie makes it. Charlie makes it. The crowd goes wild. Because, like, even though Ducks win. I would assume half of this uh, arena is full of Hawks fans, mm-hmm. everyone celebrates that the right. Ducks win. So Charlie's mom comes down, hugs her son, and then kisses Gordon. Right. Hans and is like, like, woo! 
Hans is giving thumbs up from the, you know, side. Like, mm-hmm. I approve of you. I'm proud of you, Gordon. Like, everybody's great. There's a right. trophy. Ducks, 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 ducks. Yay! Right. Everyone's losing their goddamn minds. And we have the Dunamal, which is Gordon getting on a bus. Gordon getting on a bus. So, like, he's no longer a lawyer. He left his lawyerly job. They left him? Right. Both. It was a it was a mutual decoupling. Sure. And uh again, not he like was ducks. like, Oh shit, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to try out for minor league hockey. Try out for minor league hockey. He called his uh his friend and was like, Hey, can you give me a tryout? And they so all the kids are giving him advice. Where it's like hey It's the advice he gave. Right. So it's like soft hands and uh have fun out there. Yeah. And yeah. whatever. And so Gordon's like, yep, I'll be back. Don't worry. You know, mm-hmm. you know, thanks. I, I learned so much from you guys. It was so right. good He's to be like, coach. no matter what happens, I'll be back next season. We have a title to defend. And he like winks. So like that part was like ad-libbed. <laughs> because Amelia wanted another paycheck. Right. He was like, I like a paycheck. Wink. <laughs> you know, if this movie works. And if um, not. And they decided to leave it in because like. Yeah, if the movie did well, you get a sequel. If it doesn't do well, who cares? Right, you can headcanon imagine him coming back. Whatever. Whatever. But it would come back for Mm -hmm. several sequels. Uh, Two, two in fact. Uh, An animated series or two. There's an animated series? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I haven't seen the most recent one, but um, there was an animated series featuring anthropomorphic ducks who are also crime fighters and hockey players. The look on your face is amazing. It's amazing. Yes. It's like everything I love about like Disney after school. It was. Specials. It definitely was oh, in that like vein. I'm too, I was too old. I missed it. Yeah, you did. So sad. Um, Single so tear. But also we can, we can watch that sometime. I mean, we Review might. It. We might. Maybe. But anyway, so, but this movie was Fine. done. Yeah. What did we learn from this film? I mean, you should believe in yourself and sports. Sportsing's the way to like confidence and love. Right, right. You don't matter unless you people, matter people athletically. People will love you if you win a hockey tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it's not all about winning, but if you but don't it win, it doesn't count. Right. Right, and it's not about winning if you're already the best and you've practiced. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, tried hard for years and years. It's only about winning if you're scrappy and the underdog and no mm. one expects you to win and you come out of nowhere. Then it's all about winning. Then it's all about winning. Right, 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 right. Totally. So. So, yeah. Kids sports movies. They're they're a thing. They are. So. And on that note. Please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly out there. <laughs>